What is up, everyone, and welcome back to Health Talk Radio, episode number 27. I'm here with my main man, Paul Burgess, and we are going to talk about something called the holidays, the bulge, the bloat. No, we're going to talk about how to navigate the holidays, and what better time to do that than Thanksgiving, Christmas is here, we've got New Year's and New Year's resolutions, but this is about all of the holidays, Easter, Valentine's Day, your birthday, your aunt's birthday, your dog's birthday, because these are the things that potentially can trip you up. How are you doing this morning, Paul? Yeah, I'm good, mate. And um, it's an interesting one, this one, because there are so many people that kind of lose their way over Christmas and New Year's and, and birthdays and vacations and whatnot, and it kind of... I don't know. It's just a, it's just a, um, this perspective goes out the window, right? It's like Christmas day is one day and yet it kind of starts first of December and people start like losing their minds. And by the time I know, but, but by the time the 31st of December comes all of a sudden people have got these new year's resolutions that they need to put in place because they've just screwed their health for the last 31 days. And I think personally, and I, I know we, we're not really got into this yet, but I think personally, you should you should hit Jan first, January the first, without any resolutions needed. Do you know what I mean? Because you you because you, you haven't screwed up everything the, the year before. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Well, I mean, how many times, Paul, do you hear I'm going to start tomorrow, or I'm going to wait till the first? So many people right now are waiting until after New Year's. Yeah. to start taking care of themselves yeah. isn't no, that something that we should we should just be doing that because it's the only body we have it's our temple like we should just be doing it now every day well yeah but that's the that's that's kind of what i was saying is that <clears throat> it's okay to have an indulgence now and then right so and it can be on a regular basis if you go out on a saturday evening and it's date night with your wife or whatever it is and you know or you take the kids out and you go and say okay we're going to have something we're going to have some ice cream or whatever it is and that's fine because 90% or 85% of the time you're on point with your health and your sleep and your stress and your food and everything and life's great but anyone will tell you if they really overindulge in poor food alcohol drugs bad behavior like no sleep whatever it is that lasts maybe a few days and then they feel awful yeah. Just not just physically, but mentally no, as well. Guilty. Right? They shame themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and also it's just like it's just a horrible way to live a life. Just you just cannot have a have a happy, fulfilling life if you're if you're acting that way. And so this is not a judgment against people that act that way. That is their choice. But what I'm saying is if you want to be happy, healthy, like really enjoy every day to the best you can, which is kind of what this life's about, in my opinion then overindulging on a, on a regular basis is not part of that recipe. It yeah. doesn't really fit. So keep doing what you normally do. You know, December comes, do your thing, eat your normal food, do your exercise, get your sleep. Nothing changes. Like Christmas Eve comes, kids are excited, trees up, presents are under the tree. Fantastic. Christmas Day comes, let's open the presents and have that fun and all the rest of it. And that's lovely. But it's just that day and there's no yeah. need to yeah. go crazy, right? The, yeah. Can I tell you, and this is something else that's bugged me for quite a long time, years. Yeah, this bugs me. Yeah, good. Let's get into it because this I, shit bugs me too. But, but 
I, I remember speaking to uh, my mother-in-law some while ago, and she got up at 7 a.m. to start cooking Christmas lunch. And was pretty much cooking all the way through till 2 p.m. when we sat down. And it was amazing. There was a huge amount of um, options available, and it was a spread like you wouldn't believe. And it was, um, it was delicious and everything. But we'd finished in 20 minutes. You know, it's like we're done. I've had a plate of food and then I've I've overeaten because it's there in front of me, but I'm not going to just, this. it's never going to get eaten, all of this stuff, right? It's just a, a crazy, weird day, okay? And then and, and then it was like, okay, well, that, and I said to her, like, all that for 20 minutes. So, yeah, I know, it's crazy. And and that's the truth of the matter is we, we, we make it this massive big deal and I think it should be. I think it should be a big deal if you're religious and you go to church on the morning or that midnight mass the night before. Where I think it should be a big deal, but I also think it should be a big deal that you're sitting down with your family, and generally it's the extended family, right? Your 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 uh, brothers and sisters are over and their kids, and and it's a big gathering. I think mm -hmm. it should be about that, not about the food, right? Mm -hmm. It should be about spending time with your brother who is now 60 pounds lighter than he was and just celebrating all of that I agree. and yep. and, the other, and the kids all playing together and it just being an amazing you can have that any day of the year right and here's the other sad thing you should have it any day of the year yeah because yeah, so just doing it once a year mm -hmm. why do you have to wait for that excuse you you, you know your the family should be round as much as possible it doesn't mean you have to go and have this massive dinner all the time. Mm -hmm. But come in, have a healthy dinner. Doesn't have to be Christmas. But, but usually, usually that's what happens when you have family get-togethers, right? Because oftentimes you are all so very different, don't have a bunch to talk about. And so the easy thing to do is to just stuff your face, drink alcohol, and get to a place where it's just gossipy, chit-chatty bullshit that has no substance or real deep meaning because you're just not on that level with your family. Some families... Yeah. But, you, but know. you know, listen, all I know is the people that live the longest have much more time with their families mm -hmm. than the ones that don't live the longest. Yep. And I mean healthy longest. Yep. Right? So they sit down and eat with their family. They are very um, active in their community. They've, they've got a purpose and everyone is part of that. And the food is a celebration, but it's not like you go to Italy and they'll, they'll sit and maybe have six or seven courses. You know, and talk to an Italian about it, right? But they'll have all these courses. But these aren't like massive bowls of pasta at every course. This is like a small bit of this and a small bit of that. And I might have a bit of red wine. How big is the glass that they use for the red wine? It's like a shot glass. Yeah, right? they have, right. It's, it's all moderation. Yeah. Right? It's, a it's a big, I mean, you, yeah. You hear seven courses glass. and you're like, holy shit. But yeah. when you look at each of those courses, right, it's a little bit of salad. It's a little bit of wine. It's a little bit of sweets. It's a little bit of everything. And they'll eat it over four hours. Right. Right. Yep. Because they're all sitting there and they're chatting and everything else. That's not how Christmas dinner works. No. Right. No. Ready, set, You're go. Busting. You are busting at the seams right. for dessert. <laughs> and right. then you have dessert. Exactly. And you're feeling you're in a fucking coma sitting on the couch with a beer base, barely being barely able to hold your beer in hand yeah. because you're so you're so far gone. So you fall asleep. And then you wake yeah. up half an hour later, sweating your ass off and you go, oh, <laughs> do you know what? I'm a bit peckish, to be honest. Is there any of that cake left? 
yeah. Right? And and and, yeah. and it's just yeah. like it's this thing that's been and, and it's just this thing that's been created to be crazily commercial. You know, let's rinse as much money out of people as possible to buy presents or do whatever, buy food, buy indulgences. There are, Consumption. That, there are foods that come out at Christmas that you never have during the rest of the year. Mince pies, right. I don't know if you have them over there, but mince pies in the UK are they only come out at Christmas. And um things like cranberry sauce and all these weird things. Turkey, honestly, most people don't really eat turkey during the year. It I don't love turkey. Christmas. And yeah. Turkey's actually a really nutrient um, favorable meat. It's got lo large amounts of tryptophan in it. So having turkey as, in your last meal can really help you sleep. But it's but it's dry and it's a bit boring. And if it's not cooked right, it's a nightmare. And so it, it just it's never like that thing. Brussels sprouts, you have them out there, right? Yep. That um, people kind of avoid because they think, oh, these tiny little cabbages, they're disgusting, they're horrible. Actually massively nutrient dense very high vitamin c good fiber good lots of phytonutrients and actually they taste pretty good when they cook properly so why not eat them during the year but it's right. all focused on this one day in addition that one day has a two-week lead up and then it has a one week all bets are off until New yeah. Year's. So this is this is it, right? It's not it's not Christmas Day that people need to exactly. navigate. Yeah. It's the fact that we throw the first we throw all of December out of the window. In fact, I'm willing to bet most people throw November and December out of the window because we have Thanksgiving. All right. You know, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to drink and I'm going to have fun. So you know what? All of November is toast. Then we have then we have Christmas. All we got. Some people go on on uh, Christmas Eve to one side of the parents and then you got the other side of the parents. And so all of December is thrown out because now we've got New Year's and we're going to go and drink a bunch of alcohol. So literally, is it really navigating the holidays or is it navigating a couple of months that we're really talking about here? Well, I mean, certainly in the U.S. with Thanksgiving, it does create a big um, issue in November. We don't have it in the U.K., so it's not really part of our scene but the the management of anything right so like you said earlier it's not just christmas it's your vacation it's your uh birthdays for your family it's all these type of different things that people can get very carried away with and there's nothing wrong with celebrating right and in fact i would prescribe celebrating and enjoying as many times you can every day of the, of the year because it's so intrinsically good for us. But mm -hmm. when you're, um, when you've got so much of this media pressure to enjoy things, right? And so many images of people celebrating around copious amounts of foods, which generally aren't good for you, you people get swept away with that. They go, well, I want some of that celebration. And so I'm going to eat the ice cream or the donuts or the whatever it is. And, you know, Thanksgiving dinner is exactly the same as Christmas dinner, as far as I can understand. It's just a big blowout of, of foods. And, yeah, you, it's not about negotiating the day. It's about negotiating the months or, or the year in general. But I think all of that comes down to one thing, and that is what's the most important thing to you? 
And, I mean, we go back and, and, episode number one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and understanding what your motivation and purpose is. And I don't mean your higher purpose spiritually. I mean, what is the most important thing to you about your health? And if you can achieve that and basically give two months of the year to complete indulgences and hedonism, um, then good luck to you because it's not going to work. It's just going to make you feel bad. And then people are going to spend January trying to undo the problem, which will not happen. No, it doesn't. They'll go on a very strict diet. Well, that's it. I'm going to stop on this day and nothing else is going to pass my lips. I'm just going to be vegan for the next whatever. The third Monday in January is the highest suicide rate day of the year. Wow, I did not know that. I know I know that 95% of the people that set New Year's resolutions fail no, to no, complete them. No, 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 absolutely. But, but forget that. It's the fact that people have tried to do something in the new year. They've got this financial hangover from Christmas. You know, they thought, right, the new year, I'm going to really get grip of this. They fail miserably at whatever it is they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then if you just layer on a few other things that are going wrong in their life and all of a sudden the depression is that bad, that they end up trying to commit, trying or do committing suicide on that day, which is insane, right? Because mm-hmm. they're clearly missing this amazing life that everyone is entitled to. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm, I'm going on a bit, but I think it's, a, it's more about managing yourself in that environment, right? So firstly, if you're going to family or friends, if you're going to a party, if you know there's going to be lots of food there, two things. One, plan what you're going to do. Understand what the ramifications are, right? Two, take some food with you for you and your people you're going to, the hosts, right? the, the, the other people there. Because you can turn up with like an amazing healthy dish, which is <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna turn up with a with a, with a raw veggie platter that yeah. that is that you end up taking home with you because Take everybody's after the cheesy mashed potatoes. No, but but here's the thing, right? You can turn up with some amazing dishes which are really you just eat your own food. Phenomenal. No, no, you could you could you could turn up with some really good steak that has a good um, sauce on it that's very healthy. You can end up with a load of stuff that is just stuff that you would normally eat that is amazing that people want to eat. Now I can tell you something else. If you ever go to a party and there's a load of crap food and one healthy dish, people will gravitate to the healthy dish. They will do because they go, Oh, this is amazing. I really like this. This is really nice. They'll finish it. And then they'll go to the crap because it's there. But I can assure you when you have people around or whatever it is and the food we put out, it generally on the side of healthy in in my house that the people sit there go oh my god this is amazing i love it it's fantastic so easy why, why don't we eat like this more often right mm-hmm. and so i'm not saying that you're going to take a load of carrots and just and a, and a and a hummus dip or something what i'm saying is you can create a really nice meal of some description and take it with you so people have choice including you yeah and then just just understand like you know this is not a uh, a kind of a, a period where calories don't count. You know, your body keeps score of every single thing that you eat, drink, and do whatever with, and that, that it doesn't all of a sudden. It's like on vacation; it, all, it doesn't all of a sudden not mean you've got some increased metabolism that is, you know, um, that you can burn through twenty thousand calories a day and not have a problem. 
It right. doesn't all right. of a sudden mean that cardiovascular risk, you know, cardiovascular disease is going to be less prominent during the season. It doesn't mean cancer is going to take a holiday for a bit. It's like all of this stuff, and now you're just 10xing the problem. Even so, though... Mm-hmm. Just don't get me wrong. Celebrate, by all means. Yeah. But yeah. just understand, you don't need to lose your mind over Right. Even though I don't believe the holidays are our problem, and I'll share something here in just a few to create another perception. I think that there are some things that you can do around the holidays to mitigate the the impact. Some of the things that you just said, cook a healthy meal, bring it and eat and eat that. Um, fill up on healthy whole foods first. You know there's going to be a little bit of everything. So gravitate towards the protein and the veggies first and save the grandma's cheesy mashed potatoes and the pies and the you know and the cupcakes for after because you're going to have less room. If you go for the cupcakes and the cheesy mashed potatoes and those those foods first, it's like a bottomless pit. It's E D D D E. But if you go for steak and chicken and turkey and ham, and veggies and Brussels sprouts and green beans, and then decide to move over to the other stuff, you're going to have a lot less room and eat and consume a lot less of those foods. That's first. Second. And sorry, on that strategy, sorry, Mike, on that strategy, which I totally agree with, there's a couple of other little quick things. Firstly, if you eat your protein first, just the protein, right? So if you've got a, a plate and it's chicken, rice, veg, eat the chicken first on its own, there's a lot of research that shows that people who eat the protein first in their meals take in less calories overall, have better Great. blood glucose yep, regulation and better satiation. They don't they don't get as hungry. The other thing, so eat the protein first, sit there, just munch on the salmon and then start eating the other stuff. The other thing is if you have to do it because it manages your response better, Put a half hour, a 30 minute timer on your phone once you finish eating before you go to that next course. Mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. You, you drift off to the pies or the chocolate, whatever it is, just give your body time to recognize what it's had and try and assimilate some of it so that you don't just go straight in and indulge because you've given your body enough time for some of the signaling to say you're not that yeah. hungry. And you've got yes. more chance then. If you just yep. pile straight into that dessert, like you said, all bets are off and you'll just keep eating it until yep. such times as there's none left. Until the so button was, on your pants hits yeah, your mom so, in the eye. Yeah. So that was just, uh, <laughs> that was just my on that one. So, and the other thing too, right? You're with your family. What better to go walk and walk and talk? Yeah. Take your brother and your cousin, come together, bundle up if you're in the North and go on a walk after you eat. Right. You're going to sit on the couch, watch TV, get up, walk. That's that's another piece. Now, the other thing is, is alcohol, right? Everybody wants to drink alcohol on, you know, during a celebration. Some do wine, some do beers, some do mixers. A couple of tips that I have is if you're going to do mixers, you have cheesy, cheesy mashed potatoes. You've got grandma's apple pie. You've got all kinds of sugar there. Don't put, don't use sugar as a mixer. Don't have rum and Coke, rum and Sprite. Have club soda. Mix your alcohol with club soda so there's not more sugar on top of the sugar that you've already pounded at the table. Do a couple of glasses of red wine. Have a couple of, and I, you know, dark beer, Guinness, or a stout. 
These are some things that can help you almost have your cake and eat it too, as I like to refer to. Yeah, and and, and it's worth also having a glass of water between each alcoholic drink. Yes. Because it helps to dilute some of it. Um, it also helps to put a break on the proceedings. So, you know, you do fill up with enough fluid that maybe you drink less alcohol overall. Yeah, that's a good tip too. And um, and it helps with hangovers because you're more hydrated. Yep. So it just, you know, um, and, and if you are going to drink, then try not to lose your mind over it. I mean, it's the, the trouble with alcohol, it, it, it affects our judgment hugely right. and we can we can easily justify more food and more alcohol once we've had a couple of drinks yes um and so again it's one of these things bear in mind i'm not saying you should abstain and never drink if people choose to do that then that's up to them i don't drink personally it's just one of my things but i don't see a problem with it if people are sensible with it right mm, yep. it's when you have a few beers and then your blood glucose drops because alcohol is very, very glycemic. So it spikes your insulin, insulin drops your blood glucose, then you become even more hungry. And then you eat your own. Ah, that's why, that's why. So that's why I drank at the bars and then I would stop at McDonald's on the way home course, and I would yeah. just crush, crush the McDonald's. Well, crush it's it. Also, it's also why restaurants will give you white bread when you walk in or give you uh, breadsticks. You sit down, yeah. oh, here's some bread for the table. Yes, yeah, have it, it's free. Because they know it's very fast releasing and it'll make you hungrier. Ah. So you start with that and then you go, oh, okay, I wasn't going to have a starter, but maybe I will, or whatever it is. And then any drinks for the table? Oh, yeah, bottle of red, bottle of white. Yep, fine, great. And as you're drinking, that is going through your system and making you hungrier over time, which is why when you're at a restaurant, you will generally always eat more than you would if you were at home. Uh-huh. And so navigating the restaurant. So it's, it's yeah, and it's just a look, I've gone to a restaurant, I want to celebrate, I want to have a drink with my food. Fine, no problem. But I remember I, I know decades ago when I was drinking, I would sit at in a restaurant and I would eat and I would physically feel my stomach full. You know, that point where it's like you can physically feel it. And yet, yes, I'm having dessert because th that goes somewhere else. Clearly, I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I am pushing on because, and it's it's no health related benefits to that whatsoever. It's just your body or your your ability to say no has completely gone out the window. Yeah. And so you, and then so you just you push on as much as you can, and so being aware that it's never going to end well, if that is your thing if you go and do have drinks and do whatever it is then try and limit the days you do it right and oh yeah but i've got to go and again we're going to get onto a different subject now and don't berate me for alcohol talk but people that say to me i have to drink so i take clients out absolute complete nonsense complete bullshit you're justifying why you want to go and get drunk every time you go out for a meal or go out for a lunch because if you think you're taking a customer out and you're being as effective as possible in the service you're giving them by being half cut, you're, you have no idea. Bullshit. It's because a, a sober shit. person will come in there and communicate with them in such a better way. And you do, trust me, right? And this is not a, 
a thing that's that's not known in the world. I probably haven't had a drink now for like 13, 14 years, whatever it is. Not um, one sip of alcohol? No. And I still will oh. go out with people. I will I will communicate very effectively when I'm one to one with people. What um, do you drink when you're so if you're out and other people are drinking, what do you drink? It's normally water. So it's like either still water or sparkling water with lime, something like that. Not really, you know, I, I'm not really mm-hmm. fussed about it. And um, I tend not to drink with my food anyway. I don't sit and have water with food because drinking with, with food dilutes your digestion, your digestive enzymes and stomach acid and things and kind of compromises your, your digestion anyway. It's just not a thing that I do much of. But, gotcha. um but if people are sitting there drinking, I've got no problem with it. Why well, mm-hmm. well, yeah, get a drink? And it doesn't even come up in conversation. They go, oh, you're not drinking then? No. But it never comes up. No one even questions it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying everyone should be abstaining from alcohol at all. But what I am saying is just understand the excuses you're making for that. Okay. Yeah, and make sure fair. they're the right ones that you're going to use it for. Yeah, so if I get a little bit tipsy, then I'm a bit more outgoing. Oh, okay, well, let's let's deal with some of those psychological problems you got then. That you don't need alcohol to bring it out, but that's yeah. another that's another podcast, right? Yeah, but, here's what I got. So here's here's where we're gonna finish. We're gonna finish with the holidays are not your problem because the holidays are not your problem. Let, let's let's correct. count them really really yeah. quickly because as you were sharing, I wrote them down. So you've got Christmas, okay? Yeah. You've got New Year's, you've got Halloween. You've got your birthday, you've got your mom's birthday, you've got your husband's birthday, you got your kid's birthday, you got Valentine's Day, you got Easter, you got Thanksgiving, you got a vacation, and you know what? I'll just add your dog's birthday in there too, okay? That's 5, 10, that is 12 days a year. Now, I may have missed one or two, so let's just say I missed three holidays okay or you have anniversary eight. right anniversary oh anniversary oh yeah anniversary not, so that's 13 um, let, let's just say it's 15 yeah 15 okay 15 days out of 365 that means you have 350 days non-holiday days are the holidays your fucking problem i don't think 15 days a year make or break anyone the non-holidays, all of the days in between the holidays yeah. are your fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So- Indulge on those 15 days. Have at it. Have everything you want on those 15 days. Yeah. Take care of yourself on the 350 because your body deserves it. And and, and don't take a run up to, Chris, to Christmas. You know, just go right. First Christmas is one day. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's yeah, but all these parties I've got to go to, and they've got the Christmas party at work, and I've got the 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 friends party, and they're gathering, and you've got the, and go, yeah, okay, right, cool. But you've got to navigate those things sensibly, and understand what you know. This is the other thing. If you need to be, um, so, so drunk or high or whatever it is, um to distract yourself from your regular life. If that's the way you celebrate, you've got to question your life. And yeah, why is, what are you trying to escape from? Yeah, that's deep. And that's quite important because people can have a glass of wine with their meal, great. Or maybe two glasses, fine. But the ones that you go on, like, right, I can't wait for the Christmas do because I'm going to be the one falling over on my face when I'm doing the, oh, 
and like okay what is it you're you're actually running away from and just do some you know thinking about that for a change but anyway yep. i don't want to be a, a, a i'm not saying you shouldn't celebrate like i said i think you should celebrate every day with family and friends and celebrate life as much as possible mm-hmm. just yep. do it so you remember it and it's an amazing time not it gives you gut issues and brain fog and you put on 20 pounds and all the rest of the crap that comes with it and you just feel terrible i don't see that yep. as a celebration i don't see that yep. as a reward right i see that as a punishment and why should you why punish yourself yep i agree that's great so a couple of quick announcements as we wrap up episode number 27 navigating the holidays you know i hope that there was some some wisdom and some inspiration in here to ultimately bring more awarenesses around holidays celebration and how you're treating your body um, but secondly, Paul and I are working on some things, as I've mentioned in um, or on some of the social media platforms. We've got a seven-day challenge that are that is going to come uh, pretty quickly here as we get into uh, the first of January. We've got a thirty-day challenge uh, that uh, that we've started to create and have almost finished. Um, that I think is going to be the best uh, best work that I've ever done. And when I say best work, I've helped a lot of people. Paul's helped a lot of people lose weight. Um, but for me, one of the things that uh, has always uh, plagued me is the fact that uh, you're really good for 30 days while you're in the challenge and perhaps a 30 days after that, but then you end up falling off. And I think what Paul and I are putting together is the thing to not only help you jumpstart and lose a bunch of weight fast and get healthy, but ultimately sustain it, keep it off forever and ever so that you live a long, vibrant, and healthy life uh, with the freedom of health, which is something that we love to talk about. Yeah, and, and um, I think the key is people are doing it all wrong, really. I think yeah. um, making it really complicated, eh? Making it well, really complicated. They make it complicated, and and I was having this discussion, funny enough, today with someone else who's been on this podcast, Marty Kendall, from Optimizing Nutrition, and I was saying to him that the issue people have got is they're getting caught up in social media and information is so freely available and unvetted. Yep. So people can say anything about anything when it comes to health and they think, oh, that's what I need to do. That's how I need to do it. it becomes more and more complex, more and more niche. You know, and if you're, unless you're just eating steak, you're going to die if you eat a vegetable. You know, it all this contraindicators of health. Like this person says, I can eat only carnivore but this person says i should only eat vegan and they both got a very good argument and they're saying that i'm crazy if i do the other thing and it's just like there's so much crap out there yes and people are getting lost in the 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 bullshit that's there because people are people have uh some of them don't even have an alternative agenda it's just that's all they believe they truly believe that you have to be carnivore and Mm -hmm. it has its place it's certainly as an intervention when you're treating somebody, it can be very useful. But generally, we've survived and thrived pretty well with vegetables. You know, we get on with them pretty good. And there's a lot of good nutrient value to them. But the um, but the point is, people are just losing the, their way and they're, and they're getting their education from people who are not educated. They just feel as though they've got this belief that they need to share. Mm-hmm. And so... For me, certainly, it's about getting a message out that says you don't need a hundred thousand different people telling you a hundred thousand different things. You need one person that you believe and trust in that makes perfect sense 
that has treated people for decades, has got proven track record and knows what it takes to be in a life that you enjoy every day, is healthy, yes. is yes. vibrant, is fulfilling. And once you've found that, then then you can get on with your life properly. Right. right? Because you don't focus on this because the next shiny object that comes along, like the next fad diet, keto or this or that, you don't automatically go, oh, I'm going to go over here now. No, because you're not. what you're I was doing wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's what we're trying to create, basically. And yep. um, and and if people want to jump in, then great. I'd love to have you there. And we, we speak every week live to them. And, you know, there's a huge amount of, of value that comes out of it. But it's more about re-educating the message from yep. my side. Yep. And this has been a long time coming. So I'm, I'm excited to uh, to embark on this journey with you finally, Paul, where we can... Mm-hmm. We can we can really see the impact that we're making. So awesome stuff. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And um, you know, we both love you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas if you celebrate and uh, take care.